0: This is an Equity Mates Media podcast.
1: You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey
2: a lot of brains in this but Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do, anything that improves your own time. Now talent. you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I can mean, I buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time.
3: Welcome to the Get Started Investing Summer Series brought to you by Superhero. Over six episodes, we're going to be hearing from members of both the equity mates and superhero community and covering some of the biggest questions for anyone starting their investing journey. As always, I am joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going?
4: I'm very good, Bryce. I'm very excited for this episode. Uh, there's a lot we've learned over the last few years and uh, this time in this episode, we'll be asking what's one thing you wish you knew when you got started? Just one, Bryce. Just, Just one, one, yes. All right? No waffling from you.
3: No waffling from me, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah look and and this for me is a is a classic episode because there are some serious ties between the answers for everyone here, uh, and I'm not going to give it away, um, but I, I think it's a, a really encouraging episode. If you are feeling like you're wanting to take your first step in investing, but you you can't because you're feeling overwhelmed and daunted, um, the good news is that doesn't have to be the case. and our, our amazing community members, we've got Justin, we've got Molly, and we've got Josh uh, all sharing. Uh, what they wish they knew before they started investing with us. Before we get into that, a reminder, Superhero, before we get into that, a reminder the Summer Series is brought to you by Superhero who allow you to buy Aussie and US shares and ETFs with no monthly account fees and you can now earn Qantas points with Superhero. So visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more eligibility criteria, terms and conditions and fees and charges apply.
4: Well, the theme of this Summer Series has been if you feel alone as an investor you're not there's a whole community of people uh that are going through very similar experiences who are facing very similar challenges asking very similar questions um and we want to share some of those voices from the community and i think this episode will really highlight that because i definitely saw myself in the answers that justin molly and josh gave like i I had similar beliefs that they did that, uh, when I was starting and, you know, have since realized I was perhaps wrong about some things. Uh, but let's, let's kick it off with you, uh, Bryce. Let's put you under the spotlight. What's one thing you wish you knew when you were getting started?
3: That ETFs were a thing. Yeah, not bad. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Um, and that rather than feel the need to be the next Warren Buffett, I-, I thought that investing was all about uncovering stocks that no one else had ever heard of. And trying to pick the next sort of big winner. And it was, a, it was almost embarrassing to invest in the most common, well known ASX 200 stocks because, well, everyone's done that and they've had their time. And um, if I only knew that serious wealth and a great core portfolio could have been built from the very beginning by sticking to listed investment companies and ETFs and uh, not being, not feeling like you need to be the next Warren Buffett to begin, then I'm sure I would be in a much better position than I am today. So if, if only I'd known that, which my dad had told me that, if only I'd listened to what he said. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Your dad and I constantly struggling to get you to listen. <laughs> so it's, not, it's a cross we both bear.
3: So, yeah, that that's for me, um, yeah, I wish I knew that. Yeah. What about enough.
4: you? Well, if you wish you knew ETFs were a thing, I wish I knew Bitcoin was the thing. <laughs> True. <'Cause, that>. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be here if I knew Bitcoin was a thing. <laughs> Your answer is a good one. Um and it's probably one that it's definitely something that I wish I knew. Like that that idea that you don't have to find something new is a really important one because it's sort of just something that we believe that um it's weird. I was going to say we internalize it, but I don't know where we internalize it from. Like, where do we get this view that you've got to find a new stock?
3: I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. But I was just thinking to myself that so many experts that we interview are all investing in the same stuff.
4: All the same stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. like,
3: even they're not – they have different thesises, theses, yeah. and, you know, the nuances between valuation or changes, but – yeah, unless you're in that micro-cap space and actually finding new ideas, um, a lot of the big fundies are just all doing the same stuff and I don't know where we get the idea that you need to uncover the next gem
4: to be successful. Uh, you know? Yeah, probably like Motley Fool's hidden gem advertising. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, that's a whole rabbit hole we can go down. So one thing that I wish I knew um, – as well as the two that you said, uh, that index funds and ETFs are a thing and that you don't have to find new things. Um, I also wish I had just taken the time to read. I was and still am a pretty big reader, but I feel like my introduction to investing was the Australian Financial Review and the internet. Um, And some of the books that I've since read about investing, I think are just 10 times, 100 times, more valuable when it comes to getting started investing. So obviously can't go past a shameless plug for our book, um, but there's so many other ones. Um, Millennial Money by Patrick O'Shaughnessy, Value Able by Roger Montgomery. There's plenty of others, uh, but just the value, like books are are written to be long-term and the incentives for books is to write something that is valuable at the time, but also a year, five years, ten years later. The incentives for media is to get as many clicks or for us, as many downloads for that episode. And then we release a new episode in a few days and the AFR releases a new article an hour later. And it's just like the the way that things are written is different. And I just the value of books relative to other media, including ourselves, I think it cannot be overstated. Yeah.
3: Love that. Uh, head to our website to check out a list of books for beginners. uh, We've collated from all the experts that we've spoken to and from from books that we've read as well, collated a a list um, of books if you're looking to also do some reading over the summer. But Ren, without further ado, it's probably a good time to jump into uh, the the stories from our community. So we've got Justin, Molly and Josh all sharing one thing that they wish they knew before they started investing. Justin is a 26-year-old content creator on a journey to grow that snowball and uh, he realized that there was more to investing than cutting dishwasher tablets in half and scrimping and putting everything into ETFs. We're going to find out what he wished he knew before he started. Justin, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks, guys, for having me on. Really excited to, to chat and I just appreciate the invite. I'm looking forward to chatting to your audience.
3: So uh, this episode, as we know, is all about things we wish we knew when we started investing. So what is it that you wish you knew when you started your investing journey?
2: Oh, mate, how long we got? We've got about two hours can <laughs> talk about this topic all day. Um, but look, the biggest thing when I reflect on this question is, is what I know. And I was thinking when I started investing, it seemed like a sort of journey going on yourself and you don't really want to talk to your friends about it. And it can feel quite isolating i know that's been quite dramatic but it's kind of like what it feels like when you started because you're a little bit nervous to talk about money it's a whole taboo topic what i found anyway and especially like creating videos on youtube sort of opens that easter egg up but it opens it all up to the world and what you learn is that there's actually so many other people out there in the same boat and once i realized that you can talk to your friends, build a community and really share different ideas and go on the journey yourself. Because whether you've got $1,000 invested or $5 million invested, I think we can all share the same goal is that we want to learn more, um, we want to grow that snowball and we want to continue investing probably for our whole life. So for me is that something I wish I knew when I started was just to have those conversations earlier on, like not wait three, four, five years down the track to try and talk to your mate about it. Uh, Because my mates were going on the same journey. We were just in our silos and we didn't all communicate. So communication, build a community, get your mates on board. And not to mention, it's a whole lot of fun when you do that because you can bounce ideas off each other. You can talk about relatable topics um, and enjoy the journey even more so. Than it, it currently is. So, yeah, that that's my big one. I'm going to go with, but I could could talk about this for, for hours, as I said.
3: Well, for those uh, who want to catch some of your content, Justin, uh, you've got a YouTube channel, and what's the name of it, and where can we find you?
2: Yeah, just just on YouTube, search for Justin Baldori. It'll come up um, first one there, and there's a whole bunch of videos for hopefully to enjoy, some to make you laugh, hopefully you learn a thing or two, but um. looking forward to
3: seeing you on the channel. Love it. Well, you're right. It's always great to open the channels of communication between um, everyone on their investing journey. So we really love what you're doing in this space. But now let's hear from another member of the Get Start Investing community.
4: So we're now joined by Molly Benjamin, founder of the Ladies Finance Club, Molly, welcome to Equity Mates.
1: Thank you so much. Very excited
4: to be here. So, for those who haven't heard or come across Molly before, she is the founder of Ladies Finance Club, a group empowering women to take control of their finances and get money savvy. She has hosted workshops with global banks, law firms, and tech startups and helped over 15,000 people take control of their financial future. So, Molly, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, we're talking all things we've learned over our investing journey. Uh, So Molly, with all the experience that you have now, what's one thing you wish you knew when you were getting started?
1: Okay, so the one thing I wish I knew, I guess, is I wish I had known about index funds and exchange traded funds. And they definitely existed because, you know, they've been around in Australia since 2001. But for some reason, they didn't really come on my radar until I had read The Barefoot Investor. And I know when I was um, starting out, I was getting a lot of like hot tips from people, which is now what I pretty much say do the opposite of. So, like, I'd be listening into my dad's conversation with his investment clubs and be like, hmm. Taking notes, and but they knew when to buy and when to sell, and I didn't, so I um, held on to all these real um, doozies of stocks. And then I learned about oh, just wait, I can buy the index, I can buy the top 200 companies in Australia, or I can buy the top 100, you know, NASDAQ in America, like in America, and that was like a real game changer for me. So you know, I I think, you know, when we start out, we all think we're going to, it's like, you know, betting on a horse. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, (laughs) you know, like that sounds like a cool stock. I like the name. Um, Let's see how it goes. I was doing very little research. I was literally, you know, going in blind. And so I think now that, you know, definitely what I've learned is, you know, you've got to do that research, you know, all my, all my, um, you know, my stocks that have done well or have been ETFs, like, mm. that well, you know, they're they're the investments that have done well. And the fact that data from the S&P Dow Jones indices shows 60% of large cap equity fund managers underperform the S&P 500 in 2020. I mean, if the, People who are paid to do this on a daily basis can't get it right. What hell hope do I have? <laughs> so, um, as much as I would like to think, you know, I can pick a winner. Um, yeah, it was, that was my biggest kind of learning and <laughs> and I, I lost a bit of money that way. But hey, that's what teaches you. And then, you know, you can not make those mistakes again. So, now I'm sticking with those ETFs and those um, indexes or if I do pick a stock, I research it really well.
3: Mm. Similar to me I think when I started I was picking individual stocks and uh, yeah wish that I'd come across uh, the idea of a core and satellite and a uh, ETFs sooner than I did but to your point Molly we all make these mistakes learn from them and now hopefully we're doing a, a much better job. Mm-hmm. Well, nice one, Molly. We appreciate you sharing your time with the Get Started Investing community. And as I said, uh, anyone out there who's looking to take that next step, certainly check out what Molly's doing. It's um, fantastic. So we appreciate your time as always. Thanks, guys. So Ren, before we uh, hear from our next guest, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and then we'll be right back into it.
5: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods
3: So Josh is a 24 year old from Victoria who was recently married and has since taken a more serious approach to investing, trying to set up his family for life. So Josh, uh, firstly, welcome to get started investing. Thanks. Thanks for having me. What is uh, one thing that you wish you knew when you started investing?
6: For myself, I started investing probably not at the right time, and that was one thing I wish I knew. Is that a lot of people say that you should, you need to be in the market to start making any, to get any runs on the board, uh, which is true, but the time of that is crucial as well. So for me, I was in university still studying and studying business. So I was very up and uh, relevant to a lot of, you know, what businesses were doing and what they were investing in and improving in their uh, own operations and was excited about that Mm -hmm. and wanted to get a piece myself. So yeah, I think wrong time. Didn't have a lot of money to actually invest. And I think that that Crucial because without a substantial amount of funds to see growth, uh, there wasn't any additional investment to build a meaningful portfolio, so it didn't really get any runs and didn't really, yeah, see any fruit in a
3: sense. How has that changed, and you know now?
6: Yeah, so looking to just provide a stable future for the family. My wife and I were very young; like I'm 24, and my wife is 23, uh, and we're yeah very mindful of how banking has changed in the last I suppose generation Now being a graduate and having stable incomes we're able to just invest more frequently uh, invest more wisely as well whether that's through ETFs or index funds to just kind of stabilize and kind of take some smarter approaches to investing like dollar cost averaging as such so Do
3: you have any other investments outside of the prop, outside of uh, the share market? Uh, No, just entirely
6: in shares at the moment.
3: Well, thanks, Josh. I appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, one of your tips to what you wish you knew before you get started. So, Ren, the common tie there for me is really that uh, it's not as hard as everyone anticipates it to be and you don't need to know everything. I think it's a common thread that everyone feels. Yeah,
4: yeah, which is if if I went back to my early – well, my early self was dumb and naive and – thought that I could invest Uh, but like if you know if we went back to our earlier selves and said it's not that hard just get started like that advice would probably fall on deaf ears so I don't know how we tell people who are you know who are on the fence or thinking it's all too hard uh, how do they get started but I guess if they're listening to this episode they are getting started they're taking a step so um, keep going I think is probably the main thing and just start small. Like it has never been easier to start with a tiny amount of money and figure out how this whole thing works. Um, so I think that's the that's the note we should end on.
3: Well, thank you to Justin, Molly and Josh. I uh, appreciate you coming on and sharing your stories with the community. Summer Series is brought to you by Superhero, who allow you to buy Aussie and US shares and ETFs with no monthly account fees. And you can now earn Qantas points with Superhero as well. So visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more. Eligibility criteria, terms and conditions, and fees and charges apply. We're halfway through. We've got three amazing episodes still to come. And in next week's episode, we're asking the question, how or why did you get started investing? And can you tell us the story of your first investment? Can't wait for this one, Ren, but uh, we'll pick it up next week.
0: Get Started Investing is a product of equity Bates media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Get Started Investing are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast.